Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. This week's episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Go to geekfuel.com slash laser time to sign up for a box of geeky goodies sent to you directly. And if you sign up through geekfuel.com slash laser time, you will get an exclusive Star Wars item worth $20 added to your first box. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons. This is the Laser Time Podcast Network's chronological exploration of the Simpsons. I am your host as always, Bob Mackey. Who else is here today? Christopher Atista, Henry Gilbert, Brett Elston. That's right, Brett is back. Hi. And we're going to be talking about Season 3 today. That's right, we made it to Season 3, everybody. I'm so Woo! happy. Season 3, baby! Yes, oh, so God. what uh, do we need to say about Season 3? The, season... the best gets better. Uh, <laughs> it was hard to capture when every line is funny and yeah. Jesus Christ, have they found their legs. I think uh, uh, from Season 4 onwards it's going to be a 90 minute podcast yeah i'm afraid yeah. but uh it's going to get longer and longer but yeah we just finished season two uh that yes. was blood feud which actually just aired like a month before this episode did mm. but wow uh yeah this is the uh, like we did the, and we did a season two wrap up we did a season two wrap up on patreon.com slash laser time in case you didn't know the show was made possible by donations from generous listeners on patreon.com slash laser time uh, the first season of Talking Simpsons lives there. Thirteen episodes uh, are there for you, and uh, as is the season recap. And you can find links to all the previous episodes when you head to patreon.com. So I your time and pledge as low as five bucks. Uh, you can get this show and 13 others. Yep. And uh, as far as season three goes, the major changes are Sam Simon left. Uh, he notoriously did not like Matt Groening, and mm -hmm. he was just kind of there as the guy who knew how to run a TV show. The nicest thing he said was, like, working on a show makes me a jerk, and I don't like doing yeah. that. And so, mm -hmm. that I mean, that's the most conciliatory yeah, I thing. Guess he had, and he had no idea, like, yeah, you're working. dead now, by the way. He, he is dead. Yeah, he recently, like, uh, last year, I think last it was about year, a year Last year, stomach ago. cancer finally took Straight, he did, like, a, a fuck you tour of uh, <laughs> interviews, like, just saying, like, mm -hmm. I'll say whatever I want. I don't yeah. care. And they didn't even care much. He was not nostalgic at all for his time on The Simpsons. Well, it, yeah. it seems very. It has to seem short lived for him. He spent longer on Taxi, mm -hmm. but I don't think he knew that this was going to make him a millionaire forever. Yeah, and a he gave billionaire, his, and he gave all of his money to dogs. Yeah. I think. So well, well, LA and Food Banks, he, and uh, he talked about how on Whale Wars, their yeah. ship is his ship. Like he oh, paid wow. for like four ships, and one of them yeah. is the Sam Simon. It's Whoa. so funny that he takes Rupert Murdoch's money to buy ships to stop whaling. I love and, it. And all this environmental mm -hmm. stuff. So, so R.I.P. Sam Simon. He was. And a great congratulations, guy. Rupert. 
Rupert Murdoch. Yes. Uh, <laughs> keep keep on, on keeping on. And we are beginning season three. Again, the season two recap is really fun. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's going to show you everything that happened from the Simpsons launch. And this is that was like the peak of the phenomenon. A bunch of really fun clips and factoids. Yes. Check it out. Patreon.com. Small spoiler. You're going to love the Nazis on tab section, <laughs> which was recorded to make fun of Macaraining and yes. never aired. So just a few other things. Um, Al Jean and Mike Reese ran this season and season four. They were writers on seasons one and two. And they also wrote for Alf and Johnny Carson. And they like took a few months off in season two. Uh, yeah. like on the commentary, Al Jean is the the constant of commentaries. Yes, even when Matt Groening left, like Al Jean just came back. He mm-hmm. he wasn't on the seasons. He didn't write. He didn't executive produce. But he's on every single other. Yeah, season and he's been much. dictator for life on The Simpsons since uh, <laughs> 2001 until the show ends. He will. He's not going to leave. I don't think. No, he's, he's got quite a nasal voice on the commentaries. I'm one to talk. <laughs> uh, and every once in a while, I follow him on Twitter, and I uh, one thing I know from following on Twitter is that he got angry at Bob. <laughs> Yes, making I, fun of him on something awful. I once. heard his feelings with an article making fun of The Simpsons. But come on, uh, I, you think he'd be used to that by now. But at also, least I would hope. it feels like once a year he goes to one of the Universal Studios and goes to the Springfield. And I would just imagine like meeting Al Jean in Springfield of all places yeah. in the Springfield. He probably but, has a prototype of whatever you're standing in in his backyard. <laughs> and, then, and then the other one is Mike Reese, who the two of them were writing partners for so long, but then they uncoupled after, I guess, it was after The Critic, right? That's when they kind of stopped working. I think so. They did a few episodes uh, for The Simpsons with the critic team in the mid '90s, but I think that was it for Mike Reese. And he kind of just like went around the country in an RV writing children's (laughs) books. Like uh, he's living a dream life. Basically, he did Queer Duck. He did that series. Oh, that's right. Queer Duck on Icebox. That is that is almost as lost as Sammy. Uh, But but those we talk about that in a later time episode. What is it? Primetime animation. Uh, The second one. Yeah. Yeah. Please help us find Sammy. But those two guys talked about on their things. Most season three episodes are defined by them being very tired when working on them mm-hmm. and that they were short and that they would always yeah. have to do an extended opening a lot of the times to cover the shortness yeah and not to dry, uh, drone on too long about the change-ups but uh bill oakley and josh weinstein who had run season six and seven said your first season you run you work the hardest mm-hmm. the second season you run you don't work that hard which is why the second season usually isn't as good <laughs> but um but they're Al-Jean's talking about doing the this... two-season type yeah. showrunner which is for one and two three and four five and six seven and eight from 9, then it was 9 to 12. Yeah, so. and then 13 to infinity. So, yeah. should we talk about today's episode? Yeah, back into the old formula. Yes. Here we go. Uh, today's episode is Stark Raving Dad, which aired on September 19th, 1991. Chris, what happened on this epic day in history? <gasps> oh my god! Oh boy, Bobby! Uh, it looks like Guns N' Roses releases not one, but two albums asking listeners to use their illusion. Oh, yeah. uh, Child's Play completes its first trilogy, and Bill Cosby is unseated as Forbes' number one richest entertainer by the new kids on the block. <laughs> yeah, just like Ernest, Chucky went to the army in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, wow, that yeah. That's pretty bullshit, though. That five... Five teenagers unseat one man as the number one yeah, paid it's not very fair. No, mm. I don't think so. Uh, someone with a sister who's seven years older, I can't stress how much New Kids on the Block I was hearing at this exact oh, point. Well, I will not play cool. I was into this and had this tape and rocked it quite a bit. I couldn't because my sister's into it. I so. much preferred... Uh, Weird Al's white stuff parody of it about Oreos. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was, that was much better. Well, it's like when you have to try very hard, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, oh lasagna. Sure, I like funny. food. Yeah. Uh, speaking, speaking of Cosby, they are still on the Thursday night time slot okay. up against Cosby, which they didn't do so well for them in, yes. in the season two. A they do a little better. by Fox to hurt Bill Cosby in uh, CBS, NBC. They're now hurting Bill Cosby seems like a good move. <laughs> it, do, it does, but it hurt the show in yes. the process. Yeah. For sure, yeah. They were never as popular as they were in the first season 
Mm-hmm. Like, but it was such a good, there. Yeah. It was such a good lead-in for Babes in Drexel's class. <laughs> oh, Drexel's class. How we missed the... I watched so much... Oh, and this is just a little clip I got for the beginning of this episode, Star Trek Raving Dead. <laughs> yes, you're welcome. So, That's my new ringtone. <laughs> all right. So the ads on this made it very clear mm-hmm. Michael Jackson was in this episode. Yeah. But they couldn't say it. Contractually, they couldn't. Contractually, they could not. And, they and, couldn't say he did. Uh, he wrote Do the Bartman either because of his yeah. contract. Should, okay, so well, should you're we seeing just all that stuff talk about... about- Kesha's movie contract, yes. and you see how fierce these things are. Mm-hmm, that yeah. you can't get out of working with a rapist. <laughs> Neither Michael Jackson could not appear and sing on things that even, weren't dictated in Sony contract. Exactly. Even the most popular and powerful man in the world was beholden to a contract. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I mean, do we need to talk about who Michael Jackson is? How there will never be anyone more famous than him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, he's also worth using the death jingle over. Yeah, I'd say. yeah. <laughs> we do have a Talking Simpsons death jingle that we rarely get to play. I really thought we'd play it more. This will probably be the season. Death stalks you at every turn! Ah, there it is! Death! It's very respectful. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, a few years after this, Michael Jackson would be embroiled in, in uh, the first of, I think, two molestation oh, scandals. That's right. It was 94, that hadn't started I think, yet. Yeah. yeah. At this point, he's still like oh. the biggest star in history. Black and white is just a few months away. With yeah. Bart in it. Um, yeah, so I guess we should talk the behind-the-scenes stuff on this. Michael Jackson had kind of a fixation on Bart. Honestly, yes. like he really did. He we talked about this on a previous episode. The story of him writing uh, "Do the, the Bart Man" was him calling James L. Brooks and saying, "I love Bart. Him I want to make him a number one song." Yeah, and that was weird. And that just continued with we could write an episode for him. <laughs> you know what? It's not weird, but in conjunction with everything else, yeah. like I, it's I don't I don't. I don't even want to think about whether Michael Jackson did or didn't because the evidence is damning mm. every time. But it is one of those lives where it's like can, no one can even understand yeah. what he had to live through. Yeah. So like, it's I, like his he's, probably, entire life he's, in, he's probably in the wrong, but age, come on. I'm his age right now obsessing over Bugs Bunny. I probably would have looked weird too if <laughs> I were if a multi-millionaire. Had, what if you had a billion dollars and had never had a childhood exactly. and had a father that beat you yeah. I, uh, yeah. and were a Jehovah's Witness? Called up Steven Universe saying, I want to do a whole podcast about you. No <laughs> one got back to me. I am not a guest <laughs> Star. Yeah, he literally called Matt Graney. He was like, "I want to make an episode with Bart," mm-hmm. and uh, that's how it happened. And Matt Graney was like, "You're no, this is a prank call." And then he like Michael Jackson called him back. He's like, "No, this is Michael Jackson. That's, that's my awesome Michael Jackson <laughs> so, impersonation. I promise it won't no, happen." Yeah. And, and that he he couldn't he definitely could not sing on the album. That is Kip Lennon exactly doing a sound like uh, voice. I think, yeah, so um, the speaking voice is Michael Jackson. Exactly, it is, it is MJ. Right. The other weird thing about it was that this was so this was in secrecy for such a long time. Now it's been out in the open, but that's why this this is one of the most important commentaries you can listen to mm-hmm. on the DVD is this one mm-hmm. because up until 2003 you knew it was Michael Jackson but as far as I could find as a Simpsons fan there was very little information on the making of that episode mm-hmm. and they even talk about on the commentary they're like well we were all sworn to secrecy about this but I guess we don't care anymore <laughs> yeah. so and, and then once he died like everybody was super clear of it. like that, <laughs> yeah. that awesome Simpsons live at the Hollywood Bowl thing mm-hmm. I embedded that in some article but it's uh, Yearly Smith introducing Kip Lennon to it, she just tells the whole story like mm, flat wow. out um, like this is actually Kip Lennon and I'm going to bring him on stage and he's going to sing Lisa Chipotle they, they, they did the the reading of the script at mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's mansion they did it in Neverland Kip Lennon was at the table too and he would just start singing for the things and then Michael would start talking they barely edited any of the script even apparently he liked it there was a reference to Prince that they changed to Elvis oh, but that was uh, the yeah. only only change he apparently asked for but then when you see that the plot is like ends with the Michael Jackson stand 
stand-in hanging out with Bart. Like, it is... It just uh, it makes you go like... Eh. In retrospect, yeah. And also, uh, from the commentaries, I got the feeling that they thought Michael Jackson was going to sing the song, mm-hmm. and he brings in Kip Lennon, this little white guy. Yeah. So it's a, it's a funny, like, I mean, he's a white guy in the show, but and mm-hmm. he has a white guy singing for him. And uh, when, the, when the writers were like, what, what, why are you doing this? He's like, oh, it's a joke on my brothers. Yeah. Like, he did it because he's a crazy mil- billionaire or whatever, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I want to play a joke on my brothers through the pop- most popular show on television. So <laughs> I'm Michael Jackson. You can't say no to me. There's eight million stories to tell and from I, that comment. Yeah. I guess it's worth pointing out if somehow you didn't already know, but like in the show, it's advertised that it's going to be him. Not only is it they can't say it directly, but the character in his voice is a nine foot tall giant white guy. Yep, he yeah. looks like Barney Gumble's lost brother. Yeah, yeah, with the voice of Michael Jackson. So yeah. it's like a joke on a joke. It's like a fat version of the bar boss in the Simpsons arcade game, mm-hmm. which yeah. I am allowed to mention because so many sound clips from it have played already on the very show you're listening to. Yeah. Of course, yeah. But here's a little clip of oh, yeah. Kip Lennon singing that I wanted to play real quick. I'm ashamed to admit it to another guy, but I'm scared. We all get scared once in a while. Maybe I can help you. Homer, the two of us need look no more. We both found what we were looking for. With a friend to call my own, I'll never be alone. And you, my friend, will see you've got a friend in me. Go, Kip. That's like. It's, yeah. it's one of my but that's, that's not the only song that's a direct reference other than Bart Humming Beat It mm-hmm. to Michael Jackson's song Ben from the Willard soundtrack about a friendly rat you might remember the uh, Crispin Glover remake from a few years ago who he covered it in a very weird I believe he covered it at the, uh, the Grammys when he was incredibly young there's really moving live performances really? of him doing it yeah it's worth looking up okay. yeah, it's beautiful it's beautiful I really like this song which he's saying at what age? Like uh, really, really 10? early. I did seventies. I did, did yeah. want to point young. out. Here's the weird thing: Michael Jackson, biggest star in the history of anything. Mm-hmm. But maybe the Simpsons have been popular and active for longer at this point. Oh yeah, it I is about so. to hit thirty yeah. years. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you could you could argue how long Michael Jackson was like active 68 for. Sixty eight to nine two thousand. He record for one year, pedophilia for another three, <laughs> then record again. It's like any artist schedule. <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess really, no, I mean, if you just see it from like 68 to 98, mm-hmm. I think that is a fair, he put out his story, yeah. or he put out an album right before 9-11, as I recall. Yeah, it was like the month before. So if you do it 68 to not, to 01, yeah. that's still, that's 33 years. Yeah. Not a lot of output in these his last 10 years, though. Well, he was too busy drinking his milk. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jesus milk, juice. <laughs> no, the Jesus, no, the milk was his like... Let's not get into this. Right, like right, I want to yeah. get into this. This is the return of something. Like I couldn't believe that this. I remember the lucky red hat from this episode, but yeah. appears so much in the earlier seasons. Not so much, but uh, this is how it, it changes everything about Homer's life. Bart, my birthday is in two days. I'm going to be eight years old. It's a big number, almost double digits. Well, enjoy it while you can. Everything changes when you hit the big one zero. Your legs start to go. Candy doesn't taste as good anymore. Bart, will you please let me pour my little heart out? Sorry, this old timer does ramble on sometimes, don't he? Bart, I do so much for you, and yet you have disappointed me on every one of my birthdays. I've okay. made things for you, uh-huh. but you've lost and okay, broken within okay. hours. But okay, 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 it's done. I'm doing it. Birthday gift coming your way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that Jesus. is one of those small saw, things of... Terrible intro for me, but that is the introduction of the episode. Sorry. Yeah, and, and that's a small thing that doesn't happen often in cartoons where two characters talk over each other yes bob's burgers 
it seems remarkable yeah. because it does that primarily. It actually has crosstalk. Yeah. yeah. And I think the fucking movie Rango, like they, they <laughs> played that up and I watched the movie and I'm like, no, it's this, not bad. This totally shows that people are talking to one another. Yeah. And well, so all of us have siblings. Like, when did you start getting gifts for a sibling? Uh, I do, I, that just is a very... Guys, if you're just listening to the show for the first time, I am Bart's age. I acted a lot like Bart. This is a conversation I would have had with my sister. Just mm. me not considering her feelings. I, uh, and her begging me to do yeah. so. It's the same age, but my sister was way older, so this never really came up. No, my uh, sister was about Lisa's age. I have too. a three uh, sister three years older than me, and I've never bought her a birthday present ever. Wow. So oh, uh, wow. I don't have a good relationship with my sister. So uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's some Talking Simpsons so, trivia for you. <laughs> <laughs> so this, this Put it is in the, the wiki. This is the... This is the line about uh, where the uh, episode's plotline starts out. Who stole my shirt? I washed it. Oh, thank you, Marge. Ah! Pink! Marge, I can't wear a pink shirt to work. Everybody wears white shirts. I'm not popular enough to be different. Oh, Homer, don't panic. You have plenty of white shirts. Oh, gimme, 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 gimme. Oh, no. Pink! 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 pink. <laughs> it's all over, Marge. It's all over. <laughs> How this could have happened? Ah, oh, my lucky red hat. Clean as a whistle. You! You did this to me! Ah! <laughs> Immediately like choking his son. It's, but in Marge terms, doesn't even care that he's choking. I, I, I hope you guys have been on this little journey with us watching it chronologically from the beginning. Like, this show just... This episode just starts out so much more unbridled and, mm. like, confident. And it's just, faster to get to a yeah. place, though. I think it's still a very home... It's still a very early season thing to have Bart be the cause of a problem for yeah. Homer. That's very... That's That would be, would have been a season two thing. Same with Lucky Red Hat. This is actually the last production uh, episode of season two. It's not uh, a really? season three episode. Yeah, I mean, it ran in season Rushed. three, but it was yeah. produced in season two. Huh. So. I mean, that happens every year. Exactly. Like, most of the first episodes you'll see in a in a broadcast season is not the production but season. It, in terms of who they really ironed out in this is that the very beginning, Burns and Smithers are... They are perfect their apex. Why is that man in pink? Oh, that's Homer Simpson, sir. He's one of your boobs from Sector 7G. Simpson, eh? Well, judging by his outlandish attire, he's some sort of free-thinking anarchist. I'll call security, sir. Excellent. <laughs> yes, these color monitors have already paid for themselves. Yes. <laughs> Worrying about anarchists is a very 1920s thing, <laughs> like bomb-throwing anarchists. So it's a very Mr. Burns concern. Well, and that's a great. That is like a great shot of Homer among it, yeah, all those people mm-hmm. that crowd walking yeah, through. It's so good. There, there were a couple lines that I really love that we we passed by real quick. I'm not popular enough to be different. Is, yeah. is one of my favorites, but also. When Lisa wakes Bart up at the very beginning, mm-hmm. he says, "Oh my God, Dad's dead." She's yeah, like, no. And he says, "What do you know? I'm relieved." <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's a cute yeah. moment. Yeah. I mean, like, every moment of this is funny. That's why it was yeah. so hard to catch yeah. stuff. Like. My son just threw his red hat in with the white laundry. Spare me the tiresome antics <laughs> of the Simpson family. <laughs> Take him away. You know, Mister Burns, his body cavity search revealed nothing, and we must have X-rayed him a hundred times. <laughs> Maybe he's telling the truth, mm-hmm. or perhaps you two are in cahoots. Smithers, I seem to recall you had a penchant for Bill. Bottom trousers back in 79. Sir, that was my costume from the plant production of HMS Pinafore. No, yes, of course. Your spirited hornpipe stole the shows, I recall. <laughs> okay, season three is when they're like, oh, uh, Smithers is gay, by yeah. the way. Like, he's yeah. gay. That's yeah. a lot to unpack and there. The one first HMS Pinafore reference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we'll see you next season. The Gene and Reese love those guys. But, well, there's a lot to unpack there. One, that they gave Homer a body cavity search. Yeah. Like, that just goes by really that's, fast. That's how tight and fast, like, all the lines are yeah. coming at you now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. To see how sane or mushugana he like, <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> 
<laughs> I have to ask you guys something though. Do you think pink was chosen because it was a feminine color? Because I, I remember so. in the early '90s, there. I mean, I was a kid then, but there was this anxiety like, if I wear pink, it's a girl color, and I don't want to yes. be masculine. And I'm I think... sure for an adult, absolutely. But like the, in '90, 90, '91, like mm. I feel like hot well, pink, neon green, like well, all those colors clear. weren't that. 91 in was, grade school. Like 91 it wasn't was still that, the 80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. At this point. <laughs> in the 80s, the, pink was cool, but yeah. I don't think for an adult. Yeah, for an adult for in a power plant, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it would. I think any, any 40, 50-year-old adult would watch that episode and be like, pink and, and work? Absolutely yeah. not. Well, but as a kid, we're like... <laughs> I mean, Homer's job is literally a white-collar job. Like, yeah. They're called that because you're expected to wear a white-collar mm. shirt there. We've all worked in places that have like almost no dress code. I, so. I, I don't the just same mean right now. Six years, but, like this yeah. exact same. Uh, I am wearing a decaying... Uh, <laughs> Bootlegged it, Mario bedazzled shirt. This is King Hustler. It is impressive how the neck is falling apart. Yeah, it's disintegrating. <laughs> Wanted to wear it one last time. Um, this, this, I love this sequence. But this is Homer watching America's Funny Home Videos, which of all They're the things uh, taking the Homer piss out of Bob Saget is yeah. still on the air. Yeah, it is still on the air. And he, and Who Bart is the host. Uh, it's not Tom Bergeron. He just <sighs> left. Okay, to, because yeah. he did it for longer than Saget. And I am saying that as someone who I'm coming out as a fan of America's Funny Home Videos. It's great. It well, is the internet. Distilled into yeah. a television. That's what show. YouTube is now. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's where Mystery Science Theater people went to as well to, yeah. to start making some real money. Yes, yes, and it plays on WGN every time I go back home to my parents' house. But the AFV parody leading into like Homer gets a survey from his work for having a picture to see if he's sane or not. Our fifty thousand dollar home video <laughs> finalists are Dog on Fire. Rough. Anybody <laughs> order a hot dog? Ah! <laughs> Look at him. And finally, baby with a nail gun. Aww. Okay, it's time to cast your votes now. <laughs> dog on fire. Dog on fire. Hey, Dad. Do you hear voices? Yes, I'm hearing one right now. Though I'm trying to watch TV. Yes. Are you quick to anger? Bart, shut up, or I'll shut you up. Yes. Do you wet your pants? Well, even the best of us has an occasional accident. <laughs> that that ending with that, I did that for probably nine years. Yes, yeah. yeah. There is something else in here that I have. Oh God, it's awful. I can't wait till we get to it. Now I'm going to keep um, going sequentially. The dog on fire, dog on fire thing. I always I always think of that when it's time to choose between things. Yeah. I, my brain just goes dog on fire, dog on fire. <laughs> I, it's the just only, this weird thing that's stuck in my brain. Only thing I thought of is that I believe that is the title of the Daily Show theme. Oh, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah. Dog on fire. I for uh, we also went by. Lisa had her kind of iconic poem about. Uh, oh, this is an intimate psychological profile. <laughs> okay. I can't fill this out for you. All right. All right. I'll get Lisa to do it. Lisa, you like homework. Oh, oh Could God. you fill out this form for me? Well, all right. If you listen to the poem I just wrote. Oh, okay. Meditations on Turning Eight by Lisa Simpson. I had a cat named Snowball. She died. She died. Mom said she was sleeping. She, she lied. She lied. Why was my cat dead? Couldn't that Chrysler hit me instead? I had a hamster named Snuffy. He died. No deal. <laughs> it's, a real, it's a real poetry slam in, the, yeah. in Lisa's room, and I don't think we pointed this out though. Like the idea of Snowball two being a black cat is a joke, yeah. Because Snowball yeah. one was a white yes. cat, because yeah. a white cat is like Snowball, of mm-hmm. course. It is completely forgotten now. That's, yeah. And also that, in that moment when Homer's watching AFV or whatever it's supposed to be, yeah. like Snowball two is on his stomach, which oh, yeah. is something I never see Homer laying down with the cat laying on his stomach, which yeah. is a very now that and I'm you adult live with a cat, it's... and I'm like. Yeah, cats always lay on top of you, but I don't ever recall Snowball and Homer crossing paths, like, <laughs> ever. And there they were. And that was the... 
Yardley Smith, I remember that was the one funny-ish thing she did on the inside of the actor's studio was read that oh, really? poem in, uh, publicly. Yeah, that awesome. was the one because she's the least funny. She's not a she's yeah. not an improviser. She's right. an actor. It's, I, I felt bad for her honestly on the inside of the actor's studios because even Nancy's not funny, but she at least like knows how to improvise slightly, like voice actor sense. But not meanwhile, Dan Amer- and yeah. Harry and Hank, like yeah. they're real. Yeah, she's always seemed to me like outside of in, in her real life, like a, a seventy-year-old trapped in a little lady's body. <laughs> Nancy Cartwright or Yardley Smith? Yardley Smith. Okay. Yeah, Nancy uh, is a ten-year-old. Yeah, like Homer survey fails, he's taken away to what? Does anybody else write down the name? Oh, of the new bed, new bedlam. The new med, new bedlam home for the emotionally interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and he meets uh, none other than Michael Jackson himself, sort of. Who are you? Hi, I'm Michael Jackson from the Jacksons. I'm Homer Simpson from the Simpsons. <laughs> Lots of good act breaks. Yeah. Uh, Here's the thing about this meeting. Uh, it's it's implied that Homer does not know who Michael Jackson is. Yes. And I feel like when he grew up in, in the world he grew up in, mm. Michael Jackson was un- inescapable. Yeah. Even if you didn't listen to him, Johnny Carson was like 20 minutes of Michael Jackson jokes a night, I yep. think. Yeah. And that he's, he's, we see him in a flashback to the 70s humming songs on the radio where the Jackson 5 would have been being. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, I guess he's that stupid and yeah. that clue. I, I don't know. I can't it is- believe you never heard of me. I'm a very popular <laughs> entertainer. Yeah. Well, of course I've heard of you. I mean, you'd have to be living under a rock not to know. What'd you say your name was? Michael Jackson. Doesn't ring a bell. Well, have you heard of MTV? Nope. Motown. No. Beat it. You beat it. Thriller. What was that last one? Thriller. Nope. Well, how about this? Billy Jean is not my lover. She's just a girl who says that I am the one. <laughs> Wow. How do you do that thing with your feet? The moonwalk? No, that thing with your feet. <laughs> I, I, I'm now watching this again, connecting with my dad. This isn't like, I bet he didn't know who half that shit was <laughs> yeah. either. Now, if Homer met Steve Miller, that'd be yes. a different story. Uh, also, I think about my parents at that age, and they would have known who Michael Jackson yeah, probably. was. Well, I mean, we knew who Michael Jackson was well, as a kid. Like, well, he my was parents definitely knew who he was. Yeah, but I mean, we did too. Like, at, yeah, yeah, yeah. as a kid, there were some references on The Simpsons that were like, I yeah. maybe sort of heard of them, but I knew who that Michael Jackson was. I didn't yeah. know a ton about Michael Jackson, but was... I probably had seen the Moonwalker movie even by that point. And yeah. the. Uh, it just because it had so claymation good. in it. It's so good. good. It's Dennis Hopper been... getting kids addicted to heroin. Yeah. I think Joe Pesci? Pesci? Or is it Danny Hopper? Joe Pesci. That's sorry, a Joe sorry. Pesci one, yeah. It's that... conceivable Dennis Hopper would be it's... in that movie. That's something Mike Reese makes a point in the, his secret commentary for, mm. guys. Look for it. It's the fifth track, Ooh. secret commentary. Uh, but he brings up that Michael Jackson is director-proof in that he has been directed by the greatest of all time, James L. Brooks on this, yeah. but also Martin Scorsese, Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola, uh, John, John Landis. Landis. All these people, and they Martin get this, Scorsese. You said that already. They get the same performance out of him every time. He's just always <laughs> like, "Yes, I'm Michael Jackson." Like he's not an actor. He just yeah. is. Captain, like, Captain EO, so good. Yeah, I, I just want to grab this because there. I, I I didn't get it at the time, but this 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 new bedlam scenery is flooded with one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Oh, right? yes. yeah, that's, yes. which is just such a super important movie for people born just before us. Yeah, the, and, the entire cast is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. That and Hannibal Lecter, who was which like became a, like eight other jokes. Like they yeah. they did a million totally. other uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest jokes. But mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't see one flew over the cuckoo's nest for a few years after it's this. Great. I, I, I did love it, but this made no sense to me then. I think the next time when Barney does the suffocate yeah. Homer and throw the thing through the window <laughs> thing, like that's when I got in. That's when I finally was like, I guess I really need to watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's this, Nest this to joke, get these jokes. If you've never seen Cuckoo's Nest, is so meaningless. We call this guy the chief. Mm. He's been here since 1968. 
Never says a word. Never moves a muscle. Hey, Chief. Hello. <laughs> well, it's about time somebody reached out to me. <laughs> so this is another movie that I have seen. One flew over the what? cuckoo's nest, wow. which will baffle you, I know. But if you're a thirty twenty ten listener, Brett doesn't hasn't seen any movies. There's not a laser or a superhero in it. I haven't seen. Nah. But this or, is none of that. It's a water. Fountain. I know, but that somehow I ended up seeing one flew, <laughs> and it was great, as you you know. But I had seen it after memorizing this episode and every mm. Simpsons. It was post Simpsons taking over my brain. So I'm the only one laughing in the class while we're watching One Flew Over the Cuckoo, and I'm like, ha, it's the guy! <laughs> and it's this sincere, thoughtful movie. Well, also seeing it, you see Danny DeVito in it, mm-hmm. and other, like, they hire acting Christopher Lloyd, too, Christopher I believe. Lloyd. They, hire, they hired character actors to mm-hmm. be crazy people. Which, Two taxi cast members. I think but no. who's the real crazy person? <laughs> <laughs> Michael calls Bart. I love this clip. Joe's Crematorium. You kill him, we grill him. Hello? Who is this? I'm Bart Simpson. Who the hell are you? I'm Michael Jackson. The Michael Jackson? No way. It's true. I'm with your father in a mental institution. Uh Uh-huh. And is Elvis with you? He could be. It's a big hospital. Oh, come on. (laughs) If you're really Michael Jackson, who are your last four dates for the Grammys? Brooke Shields, Diana Ross, Manuel Lewis, and Bubbles. Shiver me, Timbers, you Michael Jackson. That's the, the, in Manuel a Lewis should not have been your date to it, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Again, damning evidence all yes. over the place. But in, in terms of like verifying your personality, to Bart, I could be Daffy Duck or like <laughs> Ren and Stimpy. I could <laughs> spout off three facts very easily. And it's all the, this episode is also has. I, I didn't. I got a clip of the other one, but I won't play it. Oh yeah, I'm going to deny you that. But the beginning of Great Simpsons Hotline gags. Yes. Uh, yeah. yes. You've reached the new Bedlam wrongly committed hotline. All of our operators are currently busy. Please stay on the line. <laughs> this is the first... <laughs> the first hold music joke. It's an episode with Michael Jackson with several songs, and I think that's the one like real licensed song in it the show. Like oh, Inagata DeVito later, too. Oh, they do Inagata DeVito oh, later. Oh, you're right, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, and though I did like that you reminded me, yeah, the the, the crusty hotline joke. Yeah. I love the number was one nine oh nine oh you clown. <laughs> Was it? Yeah. yeah it was. Hi, kids. You've reached the Krusty Hotline. If you haven't asked your parents' permission, no. naughty, naughty. But Krusty forgives you. <laughs> and and the hotline is just him laughing. Uh, you guys yeah. did, a, did a, an episode for Laser Time about yeah. uh, hotlines. Did you know there was just a hotline you call to hear laughter? What? And, and one you would call to hear crying. A, wow. These were real wow. things that made people lots and lots of money. And phones were p- things people called people Yes. On. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that didn't have Connected to your wall. Yeah, yeah, you and your goddamn Snapchat Galaxy <laughs> Samsung notes. The, the phone he calls him on Which iPhone by, do you have there, Chris? <laughs> the, phone he calls, the phone he calls him on, by the way, has speed dial to a bunch of talk shows, all of which are no longer on television. Yeah, but I, I wrote them down. Larry King Show, Oprah, Phil Donahue, Geraldo, and the Ski Report. The Ski yeah, Report. Ski report. I and I looked it up, but of course, I come up with fucking ski reports, like on the local news. Like, mm. But I, I don't understand that joke at Maybe all. Maybe the joke is just like, this is not a talk show. Why is this here? Right. You know, I, I, that could just be it. Amazingly, all, all those talk show hosts are alive. Yeah. That, that that joke I didn't get, and then like that when they're called Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, and Krusty goes, I thought he was saying Ed Bella, and like me too. I'm gonna look up Ed Bella, and uh, and when you look that up, it goes to Aunt Bella on the exhaustive Aunt, Simpsons yeah. wiki, and Aunt Bella has a wiki <laughs> entry, a wiki and it entry. said Krusty mentioned her once. We once. never saw her. It's like two sentences. It's I, like, this who, is a stub. Please add more to it. Like, <laughs> I finally got her as Aunt Bella. Yeah, yeah. He it says it's so who weirdly. is she? Though? It doesn't, nobody nobody knows. He's like, oh, oh, hi, Aunt Bella. Oh, oh, wait, I've got another call on the line. 
Uh, also, okay. I think there's another first in this episode, though. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're watching an Itchy and Scratchy episode mm-hmm. that is about a birthday, and I think it is the first time an Itchy and Scratchy is watched that is directly related to the plot oh. of the episode. I was thinking that, too, yeah. I feel like the other times we'd seen Itchy and Scratchies, it was just mindless violence. Like, yes. the most recent one to this that I recall is from the Unky Herb episode, mm-hmm. and it's just mindless violence of him it's saying... It's like an ice cream shop. Yeah, yeah. that's right. He's, he puts him in a milkshake blender. And, and that's because Lisa Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, overlooked middle child. Happy birthday to me. That has to be the saddest thing in the Simpsons history. I have all these other clips that I wanted to get. Too many, again, too many clips. I I think like Homer and Marge really, really whiffed on Lisa's birthday. Like she got stationary from them, which is a good Lisa gift. But there's no party. There's no celebration. I mean, they screwed up too. It wasn't just Bart. Also, the, 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 did your parents? I like the I like the argument between poor house and crazy house for Marge. Yes. Did your? I only heard poor house from yeah. my parents. Like my dad always gave me like anxiety. Of like this is something he'll still say to his day. Like everybody spends too much money. I am the smart one who spends no money. Yes. And if it was up to me, if it was up to you, you'd spend all my money and I'd be in the poor house. I don't <laughs> remember making a much of an emotional impact on my father, but his finances were definitely at the top of his mind. I don't mm. think poor houses have existed since the nineteenth century. <laughs> And maybe only exclusively in in the UK. There so, poorhouse dick. <laughs> I just remember Scrooge talking about them. So uh, I'm yeah. referencing one of my favorite lines of the show. Um, Mrs. Simpson, I'm sorry, but your husband suffers from a persecution complex, extreme paranoia, and bladder hostility. Doctor, if you just talk to him for five minutes without mentioning our son Bart, you'd see how sane he is. You mean there really is a Bart? Good lord. <laughs> that is my line of the show. Yeah, line of the show? My, well, my line of the show is close to that. Ties into it. Line of the show, everybody. That's the joke. Careful, man. He wets his pants. <laughs> yes, that's like great. That. I missed miss yes. that. Uh, yeah. But that's that's one of three wetting your pants jokes, and they're all great. <laughs> Bladder <laughs> hostility? <laughs> hostility. Hostility. I, I did like the. It was a very vaudeville bit, but I liked Homer with the agoraphobic guy, too, who, again, lifted directly from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, also, another one of my favorite lines is Homer going, like, When I get home, I'm going to wrap my hands around your neck and smother you with kisses. <laughs> yeah, because uh, whatever you got, John Homer, up the dose. It turns out uh, Michael Jackson, this Michael Jackson is there on his own recognizance in the and he can leave anytime he wants and goes mm. home with the Simpsons. Oh, and also that he doesn't drink and is a vegetarian. Homer's like, "Are you sure you're here voluntarily?" <laughs> That's another good line. I like yeah. that. Which very Homer line. Was that true for Michael Jackson? I would I, I would so, yeah. be surprised. I believe yeah. so, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, he grew up in the uh, the worst situation scenario. Why? I was going to say in the in the Church of uh, Latter Day, no, yeah, Jehovah's Witness, Day, right? Jehovah's Witness. Yes, I think it's the same thing. Which, yeah, uh, similar. Well, one mm. one has no black people in it, and one uh, has many black. That's people. right. <laughs> but uh, well, they like, have the mark of pain, MJ of comes home and uh, Bart ruins a surprise for everybody by telling the entire town that Michael Jackson has come mm. there. Here's the guy you want to see. He's three hundred pounds. He's white. He's dressed without flair. <laughs> I love what was important to Mo. Uh, yeah, no, he came for the flair. And then everybody boos Bart. That was great. I also did love the 
extra long version of Inagata Vida. Mm-hmm. So the Inagata Vida thing, we had to ask my mom what that was, and she loved Inagata Vida in her youth, and so she played it for us, and I didn't have the patience to sit through past the first like eight minutes of the drum solo. But it I became, only know it as a, another joke from The Simpsons. But it became a family joke for us where when we would listen to the local oldie station, we would call in uh, everyone. Uh, every a few times we were like, call in and request Inagata DeVita, see if they'll play it. They never did because uh, that's why they don't play it on radio because it's too long they and you get to the ads. commercials. Yeah. yeah. What is up, Talking Simpsons fans? Chris here. Briefly jumping in to tell you this show is brought to you by Geek Fuel. And if you go to geekfuel.com slash laser time right now, you can get a free Star Wars item worth $20 just for signing up for a mystery box. So what's in the mystery box, you ask? Uh, Six to eight items, an exclusive t-shirt, and a $50 value of Kitten Caboodle featuring famous stuff from Marvel, DC, Nintendo, Zelda, Game of Thrones, Pop Figs, pint glasses, posters, you never know quite what it's going to be, but it's like a delicious geeky gift that shows up at your door whenever you feel like it. And oh, guess what? They've had Simpsons stuff involved in the box in the past. So go to geekfuel.com slash laser time right now, sign up for one of their boxes, get it as a gift for a geek in your life, and get a free $20 Star Wars item right now. of songs uh like i love i always feel like i'm missing a chunk of this episode because after they leave the mental institution homer has no interaction with mike MJ. and he just kind of leaves leon kompowski alone with yeah. his children i picked up yes. on that it's like okay this guy is not who he says he was let's let him live with us uh <laughs> yeah. he's functionally homeless and uh we don't know much about him even though he's voluntarily like you know committed himself so yeah, what's going on? Yeah. I mean, there's, this, there's a great scene just in the last, the the last season about like all the people who have come to live in the Simpsons' house, and Homer just walks mm-hmm. by the camera. Sampler times. <laughs> uh, and, like Beautiful, beautiful. Again, I do like love, the new Simpsons. I do love the line, too, where Bart, where Lisa says, so I ask about my, my birthday present, but I, I don't want instinct. to. And he says, uh, oh, yeah. maybe you should trust that instinct and not ask. <laughs> Bart's really clever in this episode, yeah. I have to say. Like, it, to the point of, like, almost too clever for his character. Yeah, I think his Bartness has turned up to 11 in yeah. this episode. I mean, this is a hella Bart episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I, I don't know, it seems like the show is, like, losing its grip on groundedness in, mm-hmm. for the sake of humor. Like, just just yeah. the right amount for I mean, for me personally. Guest star, this is a guest star heavy episode, just like they would do a decade or two decades yeah. later of, we write this around a famous person who said yeah. they do. Yeah. But I, I, I do love this exchange when uh, Leon or Michael talks to Bart. Uh, here's how you can fix the Lisa birthday situation. Hey, Bart. Hey, you. Bart, when I was a kid, I didn't have much money. So you know what I did when my sister's birthdays rolled around? Stiffed them? No. I wrote them a song to show that I cared. I can't write a song. I'm only ten. Only ten? When I was your age, I had six gold records. Hey, Looney Tunes, this is what Michael Jackson looks like. You look like a big fat mental patient. You'd be amazed how often I hear that. Just leave me alone. Look, boy, either Michael Jackson is some guy working in a recording studio in L.A., or he's here with you willing to work on this song. It's your choice. So long. Wait, wait, Michael! You go sit at the piano, and I'll boil some coffee. <laughs> I didn't know how to make coffee for it until like 10 coffee. years ago. 
Bart is boiling. Yeah. I want to see what Bart's coffee looks like. It's weird that he <laughs> called him boy and not Bart. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's also, it is just, again, weird of the Michael Jackson guy, like, in the bedroom of a boy hanging out with him. It's just... I, I, I don't... That does not read for me here at all. Because so it's not MJ. So the character Leon. of Leon Kampowski not only can copy Michael Jackson's voice... But his songwriting ability, yeah. <laughs> which is very impressive. He should just be like go to L.A. and, you know, become a recording artist, yeah. I think. The training wheels come off your bike. You start to notice boys you like. <laughs> you just you put that in because it's commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Love is laughing. Yeah, that's yeah. there. Or actually, Leon Kampowski could be this, the Simpsons Universe's uh, Kip Lennon. Ooh. Replace his voice. But uh, I wonder if that's when is... is is that at eight? Is that when Michael Jackson noticed the boys he liked? Is that what happened? <laughs> oh God! Come on, Henry. Come uh, on. This is the this is the thing that ruined me for I think a good year. Lisa, her teeth are big <laughs> and green. Lisa, she smells like gasoline. Lisa, da da da, Lisa, she is my sister. Her birthday, I missed her. Oh no! <laughs> I. That I don't know. I don't know what that's a parody of. Uh, well, I mean, I think it's like the Batmobile lost its wheel song. It was a kids song of Matt Groening's generation that they then taught to kids of our generation through Bart. So it feels I, like a military, like a Sousa thing, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. So when I remember being a kid and just super wired and ADD and like none of my, I, I feel like I didn't have many friends in my school because I ran around singing variations of this song. Uh, Your head is big and blue. <laughs> uh, Andy, you smell like doggy doo. <laughs> and I'm just making myself crack up. I have no friends and I'm just tormenting everyone around me. Just like the, today. Just, <laughs> almost exactly like today. But this time there's a Patreon. Uh, <laughs> Please support my awful habits. <laughs> I did like the bit in the treehouse too where Lisa's like, even I if you weren't that. looking at me, I would still look. I cannot sad. get over the thing. Yeah. The thing I think most of all is missing from modern Simpsons is different camera angles. Yeah. It's always the same camera angle. Yeah. And that, that joke is framed amazingly. Lisa crying is is framed beautifully and has a warped perspective, which they never do anymore mm-hmm. on, on modern Simpsons because it's all tweeny and flashy. Uh, I guess it's all leading up to this, though, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You tell me when well, to cut the clip. I love that Bart wakes her up. It's a great book, and Bart yeah. wakes her up the same way. She woke him up at the start Sorry, of the episode. Yeah. It's good storytelling. Yeah. But Bart, it's 6 a.m. That's right. Hope you like your present. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Bart's really good percussion. Mm-hmm. Man, it's like the Free Willy song. <laughs> Lisa, it's your birthday. God bless you this day You gave me the gift of a little sister And I'm proud of you today Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa I could play... I have the rest of it. Yeah. It's just... I love that... Yeah. So this is goosebumps. the whole yeah. reason I wanted to be on this episode, like above all else, mm-hmm. where I'm like, I have to be because mm-hmm. so that song, this mm-hmm. is this is my aside briefly, but it relates to this song. So sure. when this episode was advertised on TV, like my experience was Bart's where I saw blah, blah, blah. And somewhere in my mind, I just twisted it into directly. Oh, Michael Jackson is on the show because that's mm-hmm. what they were trying to say without saying so i told a bunch of friends who lived on my street and again my street is it's the middle of nowhere so it's this winding street that just happens to have other houses on it. so i told other kids on the street michael jackson on this episode of the simpsons none of them watched the simpsons but they were like michael jackson really is on the yeah. simpsons this week that's crazy so we came over and we watched the episode and then whatever his name shows up the eight foot wrestler looking guy and they're just <laughs> like 
you said Michael Jackson. I'm like, that's oh. him. Like the boy, <laughs> I know that's him. Oh my God, Brett was Bart. And they're like, and they're just, and for they're like, kind of, I could feel the air in the room, just like everyone's uh. like, you, what is this dumb cartoon, man? And then, so we watched the whole episode, and eventually it won them over because they were like, this, act, oh, because they're the same age. They're like 10, I think one of them maybe was 12. And so they eventually were like, that was really great. So then we went and rode our bikes, and I finally got my first real bike. Training wheels came off your bike. Well, mere weeks before, uh, I, I finally didn't have my sister's hand-me-down bike anymore. That was a 70s, banana-seated, like, brown-toned uh, 70s bike. It had, like, flowers on it. and uh, Tassels were on there. Okay, yeah. Uh, and I finally had my own real bike. So then we rode around <laughs> the wilderness on dirt pads and together in a group of, like, four singing this song and I'm just thinking wow. about how I'm so excited because, like, The Simpsons is great. The Super Nintendo just came out. <laughs> that episode was so fun. This song is fun. And, man, I'm going to ride my bike all night. And Could the, life so, get better? Yeah, so in that moment, we did a whole laser time about, like, what are the good old days. And a lot of people, it seems to be, like, age 10, 11, and 12 are kind of where you... Not, f- not our personal good, but when was the age? That yeah, like- the age where you really formed a lot of, like, I'm, I'm actually discerning now. Mm-hmm. And I can actually have favorite things. Get woke, dog. I yeah. can see just an old man raking his lawn as you kids drove by, like, who is Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> you damn kids. Yeah. But, but, but yeah. So every time I hear that song, I'm, like, taken back to a specific moment uh, of 1991 mm. and just, like, man, what a great an- year. Anecdote isn't as jo- – like, that – I, I clipped that in a certain way because that was like one of the first waves I ever downloaded on the internet oh. and it always started with like hope you like your presents yeah. and oh, every, wow. every like on when Napster started <laughs> yeah. I kept trying to find longer versions of the song they don't really exist did the entire Lisa it's your birthday song play when you shut down your computer yeah. and your dad <laughs> yeah, was like what the hell is this shit <laughs> mine always Logging had them, a prodigy mine always had them singing the Mitchell song from Mitchell. Uh, I had a, a great Cornholio rant when you shut down my computer <laughs> wow yeah. oh good times good but, times but uh, I, I I, I, so I then he reveals he's Leon Kampowski. He, he knows he in a Mary Poppins-ish turn. Because this is at the end of the wave, like one of the first waves I ever downloaded. Oh, this is the best present I ever got. That's Thank you, Bart. Thank you, Michael. Well, my work is done here. <laughs> hey, Michael. What happened to your voice? This is my real voice. My name is Leon Kampowski, and I'm a bricklayer from Patterson, New Jersey. All my life, I was very angry. Until one day, I just talked like this. All of a sudden, everybody was smiling at me, and I was only doing good on this earth. So I kept on doing it. To make a tired point, which one of us is truly crazy? Not me. I got this. <laughs> That's a great well, line. I know. I cut the earlier even... line because it's a visual joke, but like the not insane flyer. I <laughs> wish, I, wish even, I had one. We didn't even talk about that. I want that not insane flyer. Like him um, him having the insane on his hand yeah, the yeah. whole time was oh, so great. Of all the merchandise they've made, how come they not have made a not insane framed picture? <laughs> and, and also when they arrive at the place, Kent Brockman says, that's the father of the family who here recently got checked out of a mental institution. <laughs> uh, I do it, want the insane stamp. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, before that we wrap should be a up, tattoo. Like, there's got to be a dude with that tattoo. Oh, I'm sure there is. Yeah. yeah. I saw one of Daryl Strawberry crying on some guy's leg in Portland. So uh, <laughs> wow. every, any any Simpsons tattoo you can think of, it exists. Yeah. And it's probably in Portland. That's yes. coming later this season, even isn't mm. it? Uh, yeah. yeah, it is. Homer uh, at bat. That's yeah. the first. Uh, that's the first first run episode that beat the Cosby Show. Wow. Hopefully, we will have a special guest on for that one. So mm-hmm. this will be our longest episode yet. But I have one story yeah. to close us out with. Please, Do you guys baby. know about the sequel episode, which was scrapped? Yes, I know. Okay. May I tell? the story henry yes yes please do. okay I don't think I know. well uh they were going to have leon kampowski come back but being a prince imitator instead of wow. a michael jackson imitator what? was going to be a season five episode written by conan o'brien wow. they sent prince the script prince he's... would do the voice too. exactly the yeah he was going to be the guest star 
uh, they sent Prince the script, and they, he sent back notes like, "I want to be wearing this on this page, this on wow. this page, and this on this page." And they're like, "None of the, you're not on you're not on some of these pages. What are you talking about?" It turns out he had a different script given to him by what people think was his chauffeur. And he wanted The Simpsons to do that script and not the script they sent him. So there could have been an episode written by Conan with Prince in season five. It never happened. If that chauffeur had never had that, like, uh, inspiration to write a Simpsons fan script. I want to say it's not too late, but it totally is. I mean, he's still around. You still see funny clips. I mean, if, of if Conan O'Brien would write it now, I would. Oh, yeah. I might. I might still. Yeah, but the comparison isn't there. Uh, Prince yeah. is prolific. It's so out of character for Prince to be out of touch with you know anything yeah, happening in the world. And, and it's it's nice that this episode is like the biggest celebrity the Simpsons ever had, disregarding the it, Beatles. But it just treats the show is all based around it. I mean, Michael Jackson is the most famous person. Oh, sorry. Ever. Like because Brett maybe had, Paul McCartney's more famous. Well, Brett maybe had, Genghis Khan. Brett had mentioned <laughs> it. It's something you said. Earlier, that like Michael Jackson was huge, just unbelievably huge, and it wasn't just that he was huge; is that he was still reclusive. Mm-hmm. He didn't appear on other people's shows. He would have a, a segment of sixty minutes where someone would interview him. He wouldn't go on Letterman or the yeah. Tonight Show. No, he'd make his own things. He and would share make his it. own things. He'd so maybe he, come to award shows. Yeah, but that be it. He'd like, be in music videos directed by the biggest directors in the universe. Yeah. But he never guest started anybody's shit until yeah. this. And he was mm-hmm. the kind of person who, I mean, we all remember, like, oh yeah, black and white. A music video will simulcast on MTV yeah. and major networks. And everyone will watch it because, like, oh, the new Michael Jackson video. Everybody stop. Yeah. We're all as a world going to watch this together. Yeah, it's not just that there was a there was, video. There was a no star video. of his magnitude. It was that he just didn't do other people's shows. There's no other I mean, guest stars. Thriller ruled the world yeah. in '84. Yeah. Was the big like it was the biggest crossover thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't he wasn't black or white. He was just Michael Jackson. He mm-hmm. was that famous. Mm-hmm. Like. The fame level that, say, Kim Kardashian has now is nothing compared to what Michael Jackson No, nobody was. can like, achieve this level of fame Nobody can right it's, now it'll never the culture, There was a monoculture back then mm-hmm. compared to now. It is possible to ignore Kim Kardashian. It was not possible to ignore Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. from the sheer like few outlets you had I for I thought so, too, and then yeah. I started watching The People vs. O.J. Simpson. And mm. She's in the show as a, like a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> They're all in there. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right, because yeah, yeah, her exactly. dad is a scumbag. Yeah. I was a scumbag. Yeah. Juice. Played by David Schwimmer. Juice. Coming soon, American Crime Star. Talking American Crime Story. We're we doing that. <laughs> it's a great show. lot fewer episodes. Uh, uh, but that was a great. That was a really hot opener episode. Yeah. It's not a great episode. It has some funny I jokes, but I was. I, I think it's great. I had a great time rewatching. It I think today. it's just a little uneven. Is all. That's that's all. It's still. It's all built around a celebrity, and not mm-hmm. all the jokes. Right, but as celebrity go, like I felt like they they distorted the whole idea because even at this point in ninety one, like the idea of a celebrity guest star was a old hacky thing you do to get cheap ratings, mm-hmm. and instead they're like. No, he's not even going to really be Michael Jackson. Like, but it is, and it isn't. Like, mm. it, 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 it was such a well, fun it is spin. And it isn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like how the Simpsons used to treat guest stars instead of yeah. just being like Steve Buscemi's going to walk yeah. by you, for three seconds. It and, always uh, had yeah. to be you. You played somebody who wasn't Kim you. Basinger. They very rarely had <laughs> well, had anybody who was playing themselves yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Like Mel Brooks was one of the first ever. Or well, no, Magic Johnson actually, and James Woods, I think, and, and James, Beatles, yeah, but, like various B, uh, Ringo Starr, right? Yeah, yeah but they're great. But but they're fleeting. They don't. It's not. They're not there the whole episode. That's true. That's true. The Kim Basinger one, though, is all God, about Yeah, that, that one and the Mel Gibson one, for we'll sure. We'll get to Ugh, it, maybe. Mel, maybe. Yeah. maybe. maybe. <laughs> your donations. Yes. I have high blood pressure. I'm not going to make season it. season three <sighs> is going to be so great, guys. I'm so excited. Oh, Thank you yeah. so much for listening. Every um, episode is going to be 50 minutes long. Yeah, like, you're looking at an hour of Talking Simpsons every week now. Um, 
maybe. So yeah, I've been Bob Mackey, your host. You can find me on the internet as Bob Server on Twitter. Be sure to read US Gamer and Something Awful. I write for both of those. And I also do the classic gaming podcast, Retronauts. That comes Ooh. out every week. Go to retronauts.com or usgamer.net or just search for Retronauts in your podcast machine and you'll find it. Everybody else, tell us what you do. Well, I was just on that Ocarina episode. Yes, Retronauts. I love that Good one. Time. And uh, Laser Time, lasertimepodcast.com is where all this stuff lives. Obviously, we're brought to you by Patreon, but you also do a bunch of other shows over on the Laser Time site, mm-hmm. including uh, Video Game Apocalypse, a weekly video game show. At Laser Time, a weekly pop culture show that picks one topic and elaborates on it. I swear you'll like it. This year has been bad Disney covers, retro TV blocks. I believe there's a Florida one that's going to be Florida, really good. There's an episode just about stupid Florida stuff. <laughs> I want to hear that. Yeah, I'm oh, excited. And you have a very special guest star on that one, speaking of special guests. And if you like uh, like Talking Simpsons, like weekly breakdowns that go uh, week by week, uh, we have 302010, a show that is again brought to you by our Patreon, thanks to your donations, uh, where we go every week uh, and look back 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago in what happened in music, movies, TV, and games. So, for example, as of this recording, uh, I don't want to date it too much. Like You'll notice things like Fargo came out this week, but also this same week, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it was like Highlander, the original Christopher Lambert movie, <laughs> and then you jump to Fargo, and then you jump to the Battlestar Galactica Season 2 finale. <laughs> so you, you get a lot of stuff covered uh, in one show. So it's like no matter when you were born, you have something to uh, latch onto. And VG Empire, the video game music podcast, uh, where you can follow that on Twitter at VG Empire. Or me, oh. Brelston, on Twitter. Yeah, and maybe if you like the games, we've streamed a ton of Simpsons games on yeah. YouTube.com slash Laser Time Network. Yeah, and there's also the comic book podcast, Cape Crisis, and the wrestling podcast, Cheap Popcast. And yeah, just one more time, Patreon.com slash Laser Time. It's where the first, all the first season lives, if you want to listen to the first season, which was really good, much better than you think. Uh, mm-hmm, if you're like, definitely. yeah, I don't care about the first season. And also our special season two wrap-up, mm. all exclusive, Patreon.com slash Laser Time, five dollars a month or more you get all that and a ton of more things and it really helps us out that's right we'll be back next week with a scathing look at politics later lisa it's your birthday happy birthday lisa lisa it's your birthday happy birthday lisa i wish you love and goodwill i wish you praise and joy I wish you better than your heart desires And your first kiss from a boy Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa Lisa, it's your birthday Happy birthday, Lisa Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners, also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.